Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Hmm. It's been a very interesting month. We don't have that much further to go until it's all over. No more August. No more summer. No more massive heat. No more of (laughs) hoping that the air conditioner will actually do its job for a change. Finally, things will come back into prominence. Won't be too hot. Won't be too cold. Everything will be just right. But the weirdest thing to me is why everybody seemed to be so upset about all this. This this is a godsend here. I know some parents out there, they're, they're happy. Their kids are back in school so they can finally relax. At least for a little bit. I mean, I, I don't know why that this person on Instagram is sitting there saying, my beautiful summer is gone. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of what happens. You had three months to run around half naked and you're worried about this kind of stuff. I mean, g- g- give me a break. And then half the time y'all complain that it's too hot for you. And then you have the some that like it's hot. But it's never over for them. They go to places where the heat is. Why don't y'all do the same? Because it's time for me to reflect, as a matter of fact. Because it's time for the J-Men Show. So, welcome to the J-Men Show here on J360 Radio. Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? How are you all doing tonight? This is part two of a double special, and I'm recording it live here at the J360 house. And let me let you know, this is all hosted by me, J.M. Brady, a.k.a. J-Man. And guess what, y'all? We made it to episode 115. Ha! You gotta give yourself a pat on the back for this. We are so getting closer to 120. You never know, and I might take a mid-season break there. Then again, I doubt it. Because <laughs> there's so much going on, and I have a lot to talk about. But you see, before we move on, we got to reflect back. You know, this is one of those special kind of episodes where you take a look back at certain things that go on. Such as, you know, the changing of seasons. And then you look at something like summer. You see, summer is a gift, too. Now, I have my reservations about summer. I do. I mean, sometimes it's just too damn hot outside. But I love it because, you know, it's fun to get out there, to venture into new areas, and to go ahead and cook something on the grill and have a good meeting up with family and friends and just enjoy yourself. But, you know, sometimes people go a little too crazy on it because they act like they can't do that in the other seasons, too. You know what I'm saying? Like... Lest we forget, don't you know that everything's in a cycle? We have to go through it again. That's just our nature. That's just the way it's supposed to be. So, like I say this, and I'm sure some of you know this by now, or you just need a little reminder, but enjoy the time you have. Okay? No hesitation when it's summertime and you know that it's pretty much time to make memories and time to go ahead and do those things and be fearless for a change. Yeah, do it. Because if you don't, 
You are just wasting time. And then you're going to be just like some of these people on Instagram who want that instant gratification and they want to extend it summer. That's why I'm glad we can't control the weather because, you know, some dumbass would leave that on. Mm-hmm. Leave it right on summer, not have it to the point where things grow. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of the farmers are out there because finally they can go ahead and get some stuff ready for the harvest. You know, because fall has a lot of cool things about it. And I use the pun literally. You know, but like like I say, summer is not my favorite, but it's definitely not the last. You know what I'm saying? That's reserved for winter because, you know, driving in snow can be a real pain in the ass. Especially when other people act like, hey, this is demolition derby time. I can go ahead and do all this wild stuff in the snow. Yeah, not while I'm out there or anybody else, you jerk. You know what I mean? Like when you got black ice on the road and you know that stuff is hard to drive through. And people get on my nerves with it. You know, like when summer is really, really hot and when wintertime is really, really cold, I cannot stand it. But I bear it and I still do J360 work regardless what. Not seasonal like that. I'm open for all years and all seasons and all days. There is no end to this. I feel sad now. Bleakness is settling in. But let me talk about things that make me happy, though. This summer was very interesting to me because, see, last summer was like a resurgence. Last summer was just, I was balls to the walls insane, man. I was having a good time. You know, met some new friends, talked a lot of crazy stuff here and there. The J-Man show was thriving, still is thriving. But the thing about it is, is that 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 summer was just like, you know... Kind of like when you first experience something and it's so fresh and you're like, you never want it to end. Of course, you know, you had to go through it and then like fall comes around. You got to go ahead and work on your responsibilities, go through college, go through plans and goals that you need to succeed so you can get to that next level. You know what I mean? And that's what I had to do. But man, I just enjoyed myself last year. This year, on the other hand, it was it was a little different. This year, I tried to take all of my um all of my scheduling for like fall time and I try to put it in my summer I try to pretty much just work throughout summer and while I work anyway but you all know what I mean by that when you pretty much are just trying to get so many things done at once so you can get out at a certain deadline you see I try to turn pretty much my fall into my summer and my summer into my fall and it just didn't work for me you know cuz all I wanted to do was just relax I wanted to chill out. I mean, like, the semester that was beforehand, I, I, I knew the signs were there, but I just didn't want to cave in. You see? I just wanted to be done with everything. And, you know, there's nothing like being just done with everything. But sometimes it can be very, very far-fetched. And I had to realize that. This time I realized it the hard way because I didn't do so hot in that class. But luckily, though, I had a contingency plan and I'm using it to the fullest this time. So I got things back in the balance. So I'm going to be working on that next week. But I also, you know, had a huge loss this year. Like one of my favorite relatives passed away, you know, and it came unexpected like a thief in the night. And none of us in the family were aware of it. Well, you know, literally. And it just, it's still pretty fresh now, but, you know, I could talk about it a little bit. It's just going to be kind of weird 
going into the rest of my life not knowing that that person will be there. You know what I mean? I mean, sure, they'll be there in spirit, but it, it's just won't be able to hear that voice, won't be able to hug her and, you know, listen to her wisdom. And that, that person's not there, you know. I have to utilize everything I remember throughout my lifetime just to, you know, just to be aware that that person was there. And this was someone that helped raise me, you know. So I, I did not expect for her to go. But it was also a wake-up call for me to not fool around as much and go ahead and get a lot of things done because you never know. It could be somebody a lot closer and she was close enough. You know what I'm saying? So I had to deal with that. I had to I had to learn from that too. But, you know, she managed to see some of the work that I made. She knew about this show. She knew about like the the goals and plans that I had. And you know, that that's a hollow victory because at least then she knew I was going for it all. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's why it's, you know, like death comes for everybody. That's why you should take your chances. That's why you should never hesitate and always just keep pushing for it. Even if it's in the season you don't really care for. You know what I'm saying? Because when opportunities pass you by, chances are you're not going to get them back. So it's, it gets it gets to that point where you like you sit there for a moment and you really, really think. That's why I had to take that whole week off. Not like the J360 TV week, but you understand what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I really had to go into blackout mode. Because, you know, it, it hits you hard because, it th- you know, while you think that everything you do is going to last forever, you see, you and the ones you love are not. So, you no know, little food for thought. Uh, but, uh, man, you see some pretty interesting movies, too. Like we'll get we'll get into that in like the second half of the show I want to say or 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 then some, but you know I saw some pretty interesting movies this year. Like were they stellar? Not to the point where I didn't know it was going to happen, but were they incredible and blockbusters? Did they really live up to their name? To a point, to a point. I managed to meet some new friends on this whole network, and everybody else is coming together. Uh, you know, like uh. How can I put it? The J-Man Show. No, not the J-Man Show. J360 Radio is part of a podcast network that's budding up and growing called the New Warriors Podcast Network. And yes, that is one badass title. And it's filled with pretty pretty interesting people. You know what I'm saying? I'll name a few like the Waffle Podcast, the Peelback Report, um, Blunt Talk with PZ, and of course, uh, you know, Jay and Silent Eric. And so far, you know, we'll have more people coming in and, you know, we'll just go ahead and keep growing, I'm sure. So that that was something new. I did not expect that to happen. But you know what? When you get a whole group of interesting people together and those that actually can hold a conversation and bring something fresh to the table, you know, possibilities are limitless. So, you know, and, and like I say, for those of you out there that are working on becoming podcasters or want to do this kind of stuff, you know, or even filmmaking for a change. Cause I always wanted to build a network with people, regardless of what area of artistic value that you're in, even cosplayers, you know, it's just something that, you know, we all really need to bond together because you see the drought is not in our craft. I mean, we're just starting out. We're hungry. We're working our way to the top. 
But you see, the drought is in Hollywood. The drought is in mainstream media. These people, and sometimes it gets hard to say that, but these people are the ones that are reaching, grasping, trying to drain and hold on to certain people and aspects and just different avenues. They're, they're just reaching for as many things as they can. I mean, do you ever really question yourself and see why we need a fourth Matrix movie? Do we even need that? Do we need some of these reboots that are out here? I mean, you can look at some of the Disney live-action reboots. Do, do are, are they even necessary from time to time? You see, but they're banking on our nostalgia, and they know we're going to pay for those seats. This is just to get butts in the seats. The thing about it is we all know about it, but we can kind of use this against them. It is possible to do. And I'm going to keep saying it on every show I do. If you don't invest in them, they'll start listening then. But we have to be able to put something on the table for them and be like, okay, listen to my story then. And then that'll cover that spot. You, you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those kind of things that you have to really, you know, be prepared for anything. What is your contingency plan for all of this? And you see, I'm always working on my skill set for a pitch. I'm always working on my skill set to work with other people because you never know. And Tyler Perry ain't the only one that can rise from rags to riches. Think about it. I know some of you out there are just waiting to do this. So take your chance. Go ahead and look around you. What can you change about all this? See? Of course, while we're doing that, we have to make sure we don't end up like United Artists. And one day I will go ahead and tell you about certain production companies and why they fell apart. Because good lord, man. <laughs> the story about some of these things. I mean, they start off strong and then eventually they become no better than the enemy that they opposed. Wall stuff. I could go ahead and talk about Trump and his behavior on many things. I could go ahead and, and speak about all those issues. But you know what? I got plenty of time during his re-election to do that. <laughs> so we're going to skip him, all right? So we'll cut all that stuff out. And then as I look about it, you know, summer 2019, you know, I can grade it with a... I can grade it with some... It's not an A. It's not an A, mind you. But it's somewhere around the top three. And we'll get to that point later. Uh, but, you know, at least, like, um, we managed to get that Swamp Thing show for a little bit, which was awesome. Uh, I think, didn't, did Daredevil Season 3 come out around this time? Or, no, 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 that's earlier, that's earlier. I, ta I take it back, take it back. <laughs> but, you know, I did do a rewatch of some of the Marvel shows, and, uh, yeah, you know, they're still fresh. It's just, are they even canon anymore? But then again, you know, like, uh, I really shouldn't delve deep into this because I'm supposed to be boycotting Disney. Even though I found this out, right? Disney is going to re-release The Lion King and Aladdin for PlayStation 4, Xbox, and all the other next-gen systems. They're going to re-release the Sega Genesis ports of them. Now, those games were awesome. I mean, like, whew. I can just imagine going through the Cave of Wonders again. You know, just just playing through all of Aladdin 
And, you know, the Sega Genesis version of Aladdin was a very underrated port. See, a lot of people like the Super Nintendo one. But the Super Nintendo one has some notoriety for being, like, the easiest game in existence. Because all you really needed to do was get that, um, was get that rug from the first level. And, you know, that rug, all you gotta do is just umbrella around, like, everything. Pretty much just being Mary Poppins before, you know, Yondo became Mary Poppins. That's pretty much what you had to do throughout that, but the Genesis one actually had, actually had more skill set to it. You know, you're actually using a sword in that one. And not to mention, like, the platforming was just challenging. Very challenging indeed. Actually, didn't Virgin Mobile work on that? Or, or a section of Virgin Mobile, I think? When they designed games? Oh, yes, and with The Lion King, too, I just remember beating the crap out of Scar at the end because I worked my way through those levels, and it was well worth it. I mean, it makes you want to see the movie, and for those of you that pretty much had enough of The Lion King after seeing the remake, I will tell you this, though. Don't turn your back on the franchise. Pick up those pick up those games. Like, pick up that port the first chance you get because, you know, if... If you don't, you'll be missing out on some classics. I mean, even for those of you that, you know, are in the next-gen phase, you should. You should actually pick those games up. But then again, here's the the other side of that. Disney's trying to get our money again, isn't it? (laughs) You know what I mean? They they just did it to me right there. Speaking about nostalgia, and then, like, knowing I'm going to go ahead and buy that port. Ah, man. (laughs) I totally just blew a hole in all all of what I wanted to do. Eh, not like it wasn't going to happen anyway, because I heard there was supposed to have been like a counter offer for like Spider-Man's rights to come back. These are rumors. These are rumors at best. I don't want to get your hopes up, so I'm not getting my hopes up. It's just one of those things where it's like, you know, when it's your favorite hero, you, you, you want to see everybody have a win. But the problem is you got... So many people trying to power play and blackball each other or or just trying so hard to just stomp each other down while at the same time make billions and billions of dollars, which is why, you know, I'm not going to go see Spider-Man Far From Home extend it. I'm just going to wait for the damn thing to come out on Blu-ray and DVD like any other person should. You know, like modern filmmaking is doing so many unnecessary trends right now. Okay, so you're going say you have a movie that came out. It already broke box office records. It already made or no, accumulated an incredible gross amount across all borders. And then later on, just to try to beat a record that you own because you want to go ahead and you want to do better than what was already set by Avatar, you go ahead and you tell us that you have more footage in the movie. People are going to go see it. And and the problem with that is, is that people went to go see it and those that didn't have a chance to go see it went to go see it. So I can't knock those in the second category, but you guys in the first category, I'm like, really? And then it turned out to be like, what, five minutes of the Hulk saving somebody and showing that he's still active as a superhero. And this is when he became Professor Hulk. You know, the one Hulk that people really don't want to talk about from time to time. I'm like, y'all, y'all, y'all fed into that real quick. 
I don't know about you, but when I sit down to see a three-hour film, that is enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am going to go through all the MCU again. But you see, Endgame is going to be one of those movies that has a day to itself. I'm sorry, but considering, like, working in J360 Productions and writing and just, you know, being proactive in so many things, that movie right there is going to be pretty much my entertainment for that day. (laughs) You know? And I'm not trying to be mean about it or whatever. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. (laughs) And then now they're doing the same thing with Spider-Man Far From Home. And it's like, well, you're pretty much killing your um, idealism of how you're going to go about doing this. Because you left a sour taste in everybody's mouth due to the split. Once that that remedies itself, then maybe you'll be getting so much money gushing in, you know. It's just one of them kind of things. And just the timeline around all of this is so weird. Yeah, but that's another reason why this summer isn't on the high scale. (laughs) Among other things. But I had my opening arguments, right? And that lasted for about 20 minutes. Okay, okay, well, you know, let's go ahead and move along, alright? You know, see, the thing about summer is, is the movies, is the blockbusters, is the events that happen around us. And, you know, I don't want to go ahead and give you a uh, top ten for this. I'm going to give you top five. Yep, mine as well. So, I'm going to go ahead and say my first on the top five would be Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, hear me out, hear me out. This is my list. You can have your list, but this is my list. Aladdin live action. I liked it. You know, Aladdin is just one of those movies that I can sit back and watch any time. And you see, is it better than the cartoon? Well, you're just asking a lot. But for the live-action canon, I thought it did pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, you can look at like something like Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is kind of... It, it, it followed everything to a T, but it went on its own from certain angles. A lot of people don't talk about Cinderella much, or they don't talk about... Well, they do talk about Maleficent, because Maleficent has a sequel coming. But, you know, at least Aladdin... You know, Aladdin was pretty good escapist humor. You know, and it was like, uh, you know, for me, it kind of reminded me from my stumbling attempts and the ideas of dating. (laughs) It was like the perfect date movie, if you think about it. You know, because you wanted Aladdin to succeed. You wanted Jasmine to, you know, rise and have her own voice. Even though that was shoehorned in a little bit, but still, you know, she was always headstrong as a princess. And she did what she needed to do. She wasn't always a damsel. She was on adventures. She was capable just like Aladdin was, if not more craftier. I mean, you know, think about it. Like, it wasn't that bad of a movie. I think a lot of people were kind of off-putting because, you know, Robin Williams did the genie so well. And then you got Will Smith, who is funny and who is capable of doing well as the genie. And he did do well as the genie. You know, it's like people were just comparing the two instead of just saying, hey, you know what? Why don't I just go ahead and see this movie? Give it a chance, and if I don't like it, then okay, fine. You know what I mean? Exactly. But for me, I thought it was pretty good. I'll give it a 4 out of 5. And that's why it's at 5. Alright, number 4, Detective Pikachu. Pokemon are fabulous. I'm I'm just saying, you know, you cannot turn your back on Pokemon. Pokemon have been around for how many years now? (laughs) 
Shoot, I remember playing through all of the classic ones. And then I retired because, you know, I just couldn't collect like 300. It's at 300 now, right? Or no, 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 it's like 400 or something, right? I just couldn't collect that many amount of monsters anymore. But my favorite will always be Mewtwo. And Mewtwo was in this film. As a matter of fact, a central part of this film. And then you had Ryan Reynolds himself voicing Detective Pikachu. Like, everything about that movie was just class. I I, I loved it. it. It was a brilliant movie. So, you know, I laughed. I cried. Well, no, I didn't cry. But on the inside, I was crying. But I laughed. I cried. And I enjoyed myself. So, that's number four. Number three, Avengers Endgame. Yes, it is at number three. And before a lot of y'all just start saying, oh, you're just totally pulling these things out of a hat, mind your business. But let me just be real. You see, I love the Avengers movies, and I love the MCU. And I had to see how this whole thing ends just like the rest of you. And it has nothing to do with the length. But you know, when you really start breaking it down to the bare bones about this movie, a lot of people are sitting there now polarized about it, saying, was it a good movie? Was it a bad movie? Was it anything? It was a great movie. It was a time-traveling heist kind of movie, even though there were more questions than answers in some certain aspects. But you knew that this was the end, the last ride, especially for the original Avengers. And some of y'all just didn't like the way they ended up. See, me, myself, on the other hand, I thought it was a pretty good ending. I was satisfied, and, you know, it was just a good breather. Especially what with Civil War, Infinity War... Everything leading to this. It it was good. And then the final battle sequence. (sighs) Class. But it's number three because, you know, there there are moments where I'm kind of biased too. You know? But it's still not, not the least. And then for number two, I would like to say... Spider Man Far From Home. I always have room for more Spider Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just kidding. Brightburn. Brightburn was damn good. I mean, think about it. The Superman mytho being used as a horror element and has the chance for more sequels. I mean, like, you know, I've spoken about deconstructing movies and I've spoken like how they slowly but surely become the norm. It's at a point where it's like, you know, uh, are are we so good about tropes anymore? Are we upset about tropes? Like, are tropes lazy writing? Not Tropes are not all bad, okay? Sometimes tropes have a special meaning. They are just a technique that a writer would use. But for this kind of movie here, and, and James Gunn was exiled from Disney at the time, I was going to support this film wholeheartedly. And the way they did it, just with horror elements just right. Ah, incredible. Very incredible. And the kid they got to play as evil super, evil junior Superman, I should say. He could do it. He has a future in horror films. Whether that's good or that's bad, I leave that all up to you. Okay, now time for number one. I would have a drum roll, but I don't have that much money to afford it. So... Number one, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yep, that's right. You knew it was coming. Those of you that are real J360 fans and know me, y'all know. I'm sorry, but when the big G's in town, everybody is going down a notch. Especially the Avengers. Because Godzilla 
was uh, a masterpiece. It was incredible. All those monsters in this movie, and then Godzilla himself. Oh my god, he had he even had to go through the proving grounds because Ghidorah beat his ass. He beat his ass on the level like Mecha Godzilla. You know, only thing is I didn't see any blood because see Mecha Godzilla is pretty much I think the only one so far that made Godzilla bleed. Well, maybe outside of Destroya, but Destroya was made of the uh, oxygen destroyer, which had a which which had a moment in this film, and almost killed Godzilla, like it's supposed to. It, it's just the right people made this movie, and even then, other people sit there on the outside and they're like, "This, oh, this has too much Godzilla in it. I don't like this." But then you complain about 2014's Godzilla, and you say there's not enough Godzilla, and I agreed with you on that. But this, this, this right here, I'm sorry. You totally missed a shot on this one. This one was for all of us that wanted to see nothing but giant monster fighting. And you know, if you've really been paying attention to kaiju movies, you'll realize that you only care about like what the humans go through if it's essential to the plot or if you're old enough to give a damn about it. But if you're like young and you're just like, oh man... I want to see that fire-breathing monster just blow stuff up and smash things through. What's the army trying to do? Oh, you guys can't do nothing to him. He's too strong. You see, that that, that right there, it charmed all of the elements for me. So that's why that is the number one summer movie for me. They did it right. You know, you can't knock it from them. You know, even with 1998 looming around, even with 2014 just being an honorable mention for me, that movie right there pretty much proved things can be done in a Western format with Godzilla. That, that, that was just a sweet movie. And if you all are saying, you know, Jay, you're kind of biased about this. Once again, it's my list. Get your own list. I'm sure it will be very, very... Very thought out and, and well informed and all that other stuff. But you see the thing about it is I'm talking about experience here. And you know what? Who knows my experiences better than myself? No one. So enjoy that list because it's going to be there until next summer when hopefully we'll get better movies. <laughs> but also, I'm glad that summer is coming to an end because this is the perfect time, guys. It's time for football. It's time for winter fun. Or no, not winter fun. Fall fun. It's time to go ahead and gut a pumpkin open. It's time to go ahead and do some artwork and help out the harvest. It's time to go on a hayride or go and watch a bonfire and tell some scary stories. Even though you could have done that at a summer camp, but, you know, if you're like my age, why would you be at a summer camp anyway? It's called a retreat for you. But you know what I mean. It's time for the other tide of things. Like those of you ladies out there who are complaining about your summer being gone, you got pumpkin spice lattes. You are well taken care of. Because, see, once you go into Starbucks and you get everything done the way you want it to, as superficial and as annoying as it is, you go ahead and you do what you got to do. Whereas those of us like me, we are going to go to Dunkin' Donuts and we are going to go and get our medium-sized coffee and our two donuts and go about our day where you're still waiting in line and hoping that they got your name right on the cups. And you know I'm right about this crap because they do it worse every year. 
you know, like, like, let's be honest here. Like, when I was in Starbucks the other day, I, I, I couldn't order anything, y'all. I, I, like, looked at that menu, and I should have been able to look this up on my, my phone and stuff, but I ain't know what the hell to order. I was like, yo, what, what about just, you know, the simple things? And see, I guess this is just me as, um, as an individual, just like, you know, obviously I don't go to these places. <laughs> I should have said Frappuccino, but nah, I was cool. And I just went ahead down the street to Dunkin' Donuts because you know what? At least with Dunkin' Donuts, that's home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just give me a medium-sized coffee. I'm going to take these creamers here. And then, you know, uh, is it pumpkin spice? Nah, I don't care about that. I just want straight dark roast. Thank you. You know, And then I go ahead and get two glaze, and then I'm done. Whereas, like, you know, over at Starbucks is either, what, small, tall, or whatever you want to call it, and then you got the Danish or any of them little snack cookies there, whatever it is, whatever. You know, I'm just not the clientele for Starbucks. But I'm sure a lot of, you know, you guys out there, you you probably all for it. But, you know, like, when I, I remember when I was younger, right? See, I used to work for a soda company. They had something special with Starbucks, and it was like the Frappuccino. That's the only thing I know about Starbucks. And what was really funny was, is that, see, I used to be a very spirited lad at the time, at age 21. And, well, you know, I noticed how people, there was that theory that, you know, if you ever run out of Starbucks, like, certain women will go crazy about it. So I tested that theory, and I didn't put any out that whole day. (laughs) And, man, (laughs) it was uh, hilarious. All them women were losing their mind. They were like, oh, oh, where's my Starbucks? And, and this is before we had the standalone Starbuckses in my neighborhood, you know? Because you got to figure this. Where there's one, there's two. And when there's two, there's usually four. But, like, right here, <laughs> we didn't have any. And that was the closest thing that they got. And these are people, like, from the upper crust that act like they're better than everybody else. And, well, you know, I just had to, had to have my fun, right? And so as they were falling apart, crying about coffee that will never be there i just had my good laugh and you see i had a real crap phone at the time and i couldn't film it yeah it sucked i, I wish i would have gotten the expression of all those faces so that i could show y'all because like like these are people that are like mm, get my coffee peasant and it's like <laughs> no <laughs> not this time and man when they would storm out of the store all mad and stuff you know what old jay would do Stock the Frappuccinos up. And it'd be near closing time. <laughs> oh, man. But it didn't matter because, see, I didn't work that day after anyway. So it was like, yeah, at that point, you know, I, I was, you know, had my fun in that way. But, you see, the, the beautiful part about that is, see, that was when I was, like, 22 and I just didn't give a damn. But, you see, now I'm 32 and I'm pretty much atoning for my sins. So that's kind of, like, the difference. <laughs> but I'm sure by the time I'm 42, I'll be back to not giving a damn. And needless to say, it brought him down a peg or two because uh, in later days when I had to work that particular store, you know, they were kind of nice and pleasant at the time. So one way or another, you know, I, I had a way of doing things when I was a lot younger. But keep in mind, I wasn't all bad. I wasn't all bad, but I was just a very, very spirited lad. And, you know, at the same time, before you say J-Man's kind of mean... I'm not mean, I mean well. But, you know, but, you know, going back into it, though, moving forward, 
it's like, it's not all bad. It's just the way people act during the summer. For some reason, people act like the biggest a-holes during the summer. And during the holiday season. So, you know, we got to go through that crap again. I know a lot of y'all in retail are just dreading that day. I'm not dreading it. I'm just looking forward to it. And I'm like, you know what? Ride this crap out. Nobody here really makes any sense to me. Right now, I don't even make sense to myself. I'm just trying to get through this, and I don't care. Because I know there's going to be a football game on later on. And at that point, I'm not going to pay attention to anything else either. You see what I'm saying? And the truth is, is that, you know, it's all true. And we got to ride this out again because I'm excited for the holidays. The holidays aren't too bad. It just gets real hectic around the time where you're dealing with... um. People that think that, once again, their gratification has to be served at that time. And then not only that, you know, all the tourists that ride around in DE, they can finally go home and stay there. And then I can finally get to point A to point B, with not that much of a traffic jam anymore. So that's debatable, because you got a lot of retirees that come in this state. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Outside of all of my usual antics here and the top five filming, I want to rate this summer as pretty much a B. And I'm going to say why. I also met some pretty interesting people. And the show's been pretty str- going pretty strong, as far as I know. And you all got to see J360 TV become developed. And you know my hopes and plans for the future. And they're pretty big. So... At the end of the day, everything's going to be turning out for my best. So I don't have anything to feel guilty or, you know, sorry about. And I know some of y'all are still chuckling about that Starbucks story, so don't even try to say, like, you know what? You were kind of a jerk then. I was like, (laughs) yeah, but you still laugh, though. Victory is mine. But I talked your ear off enough, and that was pretty much a double special for you all. And, you know... To be honest with you, I kind of miss doing double specials throughout the year, but like, say like if, if we're going into a new phase or a new season or whatever, chances are that might be when a double special might come. And I say that in loose terms because things are subjected to change, but it felt good doing one for you all this week. But until then, uh, I got to go ahead and sign off because man, I talked your ear off long enough. And oh yeah, by the way, That Category 3 storm is not a Category 3 anymore. It's a Category 4. It's a full-blown hurricane. And for those of you that are down there in the southern areas, and I mean deep southern areas, like make sure you got all of your emergency gear, your equipment and everything else, and make sure you know where to go, where the shelters are, where your family and friends are, because that stuff is going to hit with a deep impact, and it's going to be just as worse as that movie of the same name. So, you know, just be safe out there. You know, there's nothing you can do about this. It's just a freak. It's a freak occurrence. But that is one pissed off looking storm. So I want you all to be safe out there. But outside of all this, though, this is the J-Man signing off. You all take care of yourselves. And we'll catch up again next week with episode 116. Okay? Peace.